With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles, talking football, and they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. What's up? Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. You can also watch this show on YouTube. We'd never promote that. It never gets any views. So there we have it. Wow. Well, yeah. So why are we doing this? Oh, we get lots of clicks and listens. Oh, well, that's all that matters then. We're good. But like the full episode, I don't ever tell anybody they're all up there to watch. Oh, you should watch them, man. It's funny. You can see my glove. Sometimes I watch. Yeah. I watch that. We put, clip, put clips up too, but I watch us fight about the Bengals. <laughs> that was Last funny. Episode, that was the thing funny. I've ever seen. You put like a ballot on that, like a vote. And so, people were against you. Nah. They were. Really? Uh, Mike, we pull the results up, please. Yeah. I voted for me. I voted for me, so we're all even. Yeah. <laughs> that canceled it out. You do have your podcast glove on? Yeah, man. I'm ready to go. Well, and do you have your whistle? I have my whistle right You here. saw where Coach Beamer broke his foot, right? Yes. Eddie's wearing a South Carolina glove. Yeah. Coach Beamer broke his foot kicking something after they lost to Florida. I wonder what he kicked. He never said what he kicked. Like, was it Probably a person? Probably just a wall. Okay. I would think. I don't think he kicked a person. <laughs> just whoever was near him? The grad yeah. assistant. All right. Blow the whistle. <laughs> there we go. Let's start the show. Coming up, we'll talk to Coach Tyson Helton. Uh, he's the... Head coach at Western Kentucky, done some really good things up there. And that is our episode of Too Much Access this week. So now let's go to the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. All right. Flag football is officially a part of the Olympics. So if you could have a team with one quarterback, two wide receivers from the NFL, who would you pick? Do we know if they're going to actually let NFL players play, if it's going to work out season? Because it'd be summer games, right? So that wouldn't be in season. But what if you're an NFL player and you go get hurt doing this? There is a report that says NFL players are legit interested. So NFL players can play. That would be the, obviously, million-dollar question. Mm -hmm. So for sure, Johnny Manziel's going to (laughs) play. Like, that would be the kind of quarterback they would for sure get? No, I I think current NFLers is what I'm asking. I know, but I mean... He doesn't play right now. No, I know, but this is his chance to play. Like, hey, I'm not worried about getting hurt. I'm not doing anything. Chilling. But but he's not good enough against the real quarterback. Five more years. That's true. So they would allow current and former players. So, but current players can play in five years. Okay. Hey, former too. But but we're going to... Okay, Eddie. (laughs) Joe Montana. (laughs) Lynn Dawson. (laughs) Rest in peace. Collinsworth, Joe Montana. Let's go. So then let's do this. Let's act like it's happening tomorrow. Okay. Not five years. Who would you put on the team? 
quarterback wise, say it on the count of three so we don't steal them. Do you have yours? Quarterback first. Yeah. yeah. Ready. One, two, three. Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. Okay, good. Same, probably same kind of player. Why Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's just more reliable to me than Lamar Jackson. I, who knows what you're going to get with Lamar right now? I don't know. To me, with Lamar, since it's flag and it's all speed, I think to me, I want a Lamar Jackson type. But Mahomes works in that spot too because he's extremely uh, versatile. Agile, agile, he's quick. I don't know if he's fast. Arm. I don't know if he's fast, but he's quick and accurate. Yeah. So I like both of those picks, but I think I take Lamar. If you're just asking me, okay, let's do a receiver. Let's just do one receiver for now. Ready? One, two, three. Tyree Lamb. Okay. Why CD Lamb? Oh, I mean, he's awesome. Oh, he's a Any, cowboy. You would take CD Lamb well, over all these other receivers? I, I do like Tyreek. Obviously, he's fast. It'd be oh amazing. But anything near CD Lamb, he's going to catch it. Okay. Like if it's in his vicinity, he's going to catch it, and he's. Gonna... I don't feel like CD Lamb has great hands. What? Yeah. I feel like he has pretty good hands, but isn't he prone to drops occasionally? Like no. bad, ugly drops? Nah, show me that Mike, clip. Yeah, he does. Sometimes I feel like he doesn't want to catch the ball. Like, sometimes I feel like it hits him in the chest. Like yeah. he tries to No, what Mike doesn't like about him is that he laughs when he misses a catch. Like, it's just him laughing at himself. But why is he missing a catch? He shouldn't be missing the catch and trying to laugh it off. Get him, catch Mike. the ball. I feel, maybe wrongly, that CeeDee Lamb is a great receiver, but doesn't have the greatest hands. Which is like not it, good like for a receiver. It, like, it's pretty fast, mm-hmm. has pretty good hands. Like, does everything in the top three or four, but really isn't number one at anything. And you're forgetting the yards after catch, But man. even strong. C.D. Lamb's strong, yeah, too. Yeah, strong. he's a big boy. So, oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not hating on you for C.D. Lamb. Thank you. I am. Well, you guys are hating on me a little no, bit. No, 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 no. When you said he has great hands, I just questioned, does he really? Because I felt, maybe, unfairly, that he doesn't have great hands, traditionally, for a receiver. Because I've just seen him drop some balls. Mm. Remember, Des got on him early in his career. Couple years ago, Des also known at times for dropping balls. True, but yes, and that was last year. But it's five years from now, so right? It's six years ago. So we got time <laughs> to get better with your hands. <laughs> uh, with Tyreek, I think the answer is he's fast, possibly the fastest guy in the NFL. You just want speed out there playing flag football. You don't need a lot of big, strong linemen, obviously. So I just go Tyreek because that's the easy answer. You want to do a second one? Yeah, but I mean, so I'm not going to take Tyreek. And I'm not going to take CeeDee Lamb. Okay. So we have to take a different receiver. Got it. Okay, one, two, three. Justin Chase. Jefferson. It was going to be those two. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. You don't like either of those? Oh, I love both of them. And both of them are awesome. And both of them yeah. can argue as the best wide receiver in, in the NFL yes. with Tyreek, but not CeeDee Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb on both sides. Oh, <laughs> dude, we, give me the gold. That would be fun. What if you had to do athletes that weren't football players to put on the team as your quarterback and two wide receivers. Hmm. So it can be any athlete, but they have to go play quarterback or wide receiver for the team. Interesting. God, that's tough. I don't even know who. who well, oh. I, would, I would go like like a, a Dame. Yeah. Like, like Dame Lillard. John Morant. Or, or yeah, or oh, yeah, wow, or even crazy. like Steph, who's a, who obviously is a great athlete, but is really smart, like to play quarterback, because mm-hmm. you know he's gonna memorize the entire playbook. And I take Steph as my quarterback. I'm gonna take Steph as my quarterback, and the two wide receivers. Who's your quarterback, by the way? Uh, Bolt. Why would you not put him wide receiver? I was going to put him wide receiver. Just quarterback sneak. He's American. He's not American, though, dude. Oh, he's dang. He's American. That's true. That's a tough. insane bolt. Okay, forget forget that. No bolt. Uh, Who was throwing dimes the other day? Any athlete. In another sport that went viral. Because you could do, like, Mike Trout. 
Yeah. As a, Bryce Harper. Like those guys is like quarterback. Bryce Harper's he's awesome. Yeah. Hey, let's shake it up. Hope Solo. No, no, not Hope Solo. Uh, what's your name? The girl. Uh, <laughs> soccer team. You're just. Are you doing this because you? The press. It would be awesome on that. What's her name? Morgan. <laughs> Morgan. You don't take this stuff seriously. JC, what's her this name? This is an absolutely serious question that's life or death, and we should be treating Alex like Morgan. That. Alex Morgan, hell of an athlete. You just think she's hot. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are they having men and women flag football or just men? Ooh, I don't know. So, and then wide receivers, like who would be fast? Oh, okay. So who's like a fast Olympian? Why are you asking me questions? Uh, Do you know like hundred meters sprinters? A current now? Olympian, like I don't know runner, any I don't know, mm. but I don't. It didn't have to be a sprinter. I, you could pick somebody like I think John Morant would be awesome yeah. for that because yeah. he is lightning quick. Yeah, and he could jump up and grab the ball. Oh yeah, the height. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, he's not American. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> Wimbayama. <laughs> I want to see Jokic playing quarterback. <laughs> Wimbin- Luca. Eddie's got the most non-American American uh, team I've ever heard. He's got oh, Bolton, Wimbanyama. Hey, but you think about it though. Then we're America. We don't have all the great athletes. Like, what if? What if? I think we do have the great. At- the reason we don't win. What if soccer- Greece takes Giannis and he's but, their starting receiver? That's great, but we're in trouble. We have other versions. I mean, look at Katie, older, but I mean, you can find other guys, and obviously he's not as ripped up as Giannis, but it's just a population thing. The more people, mm-hmm. the more people. Yeah. And the bigger your country is, the more people you have, the more ju- you, the pool of athletes you get to pull from. So in Greece, is not large. But that's why it's so weird that Giannis is so good because it's from a small country in Greece. He has three or brothers small, small too, right? I know, and they all get to play on the Bucks basically and yeah. Yeah. take up bench spots. Yeah, exactly. That's a fun question though. That'll be fun. <laughs> I, and it'll be cool. I think it'll be cooler and more more fun if they if NFLers don't play. We have to find other athletes I agree. to fill it. Hey, well, yeah. you think they'll be cheating, like double knot on the flags? You know, because that's what our kids do. My kids, like, their league gets, they get caught cheating all the time. Like tying the flag in yes. tighter? Yes, yes. And they like got put, three kids, like, dragging them. Putting with, weights well, at the front of a sled or something in the, in the Winter Olympics, right? <laughs> Same thing. All sorts of cheating. Yeah. They'll find a way. If it can be done, Russia... Will cheat by using <laughs> chemicals, and America will cheat by strategy. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Next question. All right. Some real football here at a very quiet six and zero on the season. Do you think Penn State will get the recognition they deserve if they beat Ohio State this weekend? If they beat Ohio State, they absolutely will. They get it a little now just because they've won six games. But the only ranked team they've beat is Iowa. But they beat them bad. But it's like if you don't play anybody, it's hard to get anybody to care about you. Michigan hasn't played anybody. But Michigan started off uh, uh, last year. Obviously, they played really well, and, and, and it was deep as they got. And then you're already that high, so we just follow you, and we trust that you're going to be really good. But still, even then, people are like, Michigan, I not play anybody either. So they're all going to play each other now. They all got to eat each other up now. Finally. Yeah, and I hope they do. I like it when everybody cannibalizes everybody, even mm-hmm. in the SEC. I think it's fun because the, I just love people being really passionate about something there's not a real answer to. Like, for sure Alabama should get in. Yeah. No way, man. And everybody's right and everybody's wrong. I love it. So, yes, if Penn State beats Ohio State, boy, that'd be a disaster for that conference because Penn State will get beat. Yeah. Ohio State may not get beat again until they play Michigan. They may even beat Michigan. I don't think they will, but they could. So I hope Penn State wins, but I, I don't think they will. Um, Penn State's also played like UMass. Which it, they're real bad. Yeah. I saw the bottom 25 today. I don't know. UMass had a football team. Exactly. <laughs> like UMass and Connecticut are both 
usually traditionally really bad. Every once in a while, Connecticut will have a pretty good yeah. team. Yeah. And that's a big story. Yeah. Uh, and then they play Delaware. Which, oh, hell of a team. Yeah. Are they Division One? <laughs> are, are they playing at the shoe? They're in Ohio State, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but, which is why if they beat them, especially there, that'd it's be awesome deal. for them. All right, next mm-hmm. question. NFL here. Which road underdog do you think has a better chance to cover on Sunday? The Lions plus three at the Ravens or Chargers plus five and a half at Kansas City? I have said since the beginning, and I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. I'm going to say it again. I and know, you never say you're wrong. But I've said it about this every time. I know I'm wrong. I know I'm not seeing what the experts are seeing. Couldn't be any more wrong. But I'd never been a big believer in Herbert. Just because everybody tells me how good he is, how awesome he is, he's never that. He's fine, or he's injured, or he missed throws to win the game against the Cowboys. You did love him, though. No. A couple years ago. No. And I, then I think you I never loved him. him. I think you're over him now. <laughs> I never understood, but then I said, I guess I just have to understand he's really good. Dude, he's big, huh? I don't argue that he's yeah. not good. I argue that I don't get I don't I don't get it. You like, just don't see I, it. I'm missing something yeah. because I see why he's supposed to be good. I hear everybody that knows way more than me telling me he's good, so then I believe him. It's like so, going to my doctor. He knows way more about this rash than I do. So I just yeah, believe he him. He studies rashes. Yes. Yeah. So then what about when people say it's a coaching? He's had some coaching shifts. He's got a defensive coach right now. The, the coordinator situation, I thought was going to be different this year. They got the Cowboys coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kid. Kellen Moore. The, uh, uh, Boise State quarterback. Yep. Lefty. You know what's... We, I think the coach is a bigger deal than we think. Like, like even Jalen Hurts, there are some quarterbacks that really just like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Like, I love your if play. If you have the equity to do that, you can do it. But some, they'll get, they'll get pulled. Right, and I think that that's the deal with, with Herbert. Like, he's not making decisions for himself. He's just doing what they're telling him to do. I think Dak's the same way. But he's missing throws, too, though. That's the thing. He missed. Right. He could have won that game. And he's still hurt, I think. He's always been hurt. Always he doesn't hurt. move like he's completely healthy. I know he's good. I just have always said, I, I'm not seeing it. I don't know why everybody gives him, puts him in the top three or four quarterbacks every year. He hasn't shown me that he's that yet, but who cares about me? I don't approve. I care about you, man. I don't yeah, We care about you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what is my opinion? We're matter? here for you, man. That being said, I don't think it's the Chargers covering plus five and a half at Kansas City. I think the Lions at plus three can actually go to Baltimore and win. Love that. Just because the Ravens are hot and cold. They're hot and they're cold. They're yes and they're no. no. They drop a lot of balls. Then they score a touchdown. I didn't rhyme, but... <laughs> I, I think Baltimore can beat anybody, but I think Baltimore can lose to anybody. Yeah, man. Yeah. They shoot themselves in the foot all the time. And I think the Lions can actually win that game. So I'm going to take the Lions. I think they have a better shot of covering of the two teams. All right, next up. Last one. At 5-1 and one and facing off on Sunday, who do you think has a better chance of making the Super Bowl at the end of the season, the Dolphins or the Eagles? This game's going to be awesome. So yeah. good. Even if it's not awesome, it's awesome to watch them play so you can kind of learn about their identity a little more. You can see who's going to choke. You can see. I don't. I love when the big matchups happen, and you got two quarterbacks, which hurts not having a, the best season, especially in Jalen Hurts. I mean, although he hasn't played for a long time, but I mean, listen, he's got a lot of interceptions this year, mm-hmm. way more than he had. I, th- I think he has as much, many now as he did all of last year. So, man, the Eagles just have done it before, getting to the Super Bowl, and not even this squad. Just traditionally, I. Can, I can see the wing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that makes it easier for me to pick them. Kelsey's still there. Like, they got people that have been there. 
So I like it. Well, still there, yeah, last year. Well, yeah, I know. A lot of them, yeah. He was supposed to retire last year. Yeah, but there, I mean, they have a lot of people there. The coach, Sirianni. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have yeah. a lot of people there last year. Because <laughs> it was just last year. Because they went last year. Yeah, I yeah, see yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying. <laughs> I was like, great point, Eddie. And I was like, wait, yeah, yeah. that was last year, I think. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Eagles just because I feel like that culture has experienced it a bit and won't think it's too big for them. Now, the Dolphins may not either, but I don't know. I mean, when's the last time the Dolphins were in the playoffs? 1972, the year they... No, I don't know. It's been it after that. that long ago. Was, I thought you meant Super Bowl. Well, Super Bowl has been a long, long, yeah. long time, but, yeah. I mean, that's Dan Marino days. I think it's close. I love both the teams. I'm going to go, I think, the Eagles. But they could actually play each other, couldn't they? Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. so if the, that, won't, that won't happen. It's too much green. Yeah, it's a lot of green. They you wouldn't let the, it happen. You know the NFL sitting in the room going, all right, what are the color schemes? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to make sure there's not The Dolphins much. aren't green, guys. They're they blue. have green they, in them, though. Baby blue. I'm just colorblind as F, so you could they be right. green. Uh, no, they don't. The Dolphins the are Dolphins. baby blue and orange. Bengals. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But what, what about like the, the Dolphins, though, and their Are injuries? the Dolphins not green? Their, their logo is green. Is the Dolphin not green? It's green. They, oh, my God. Eddie. Zoom in on this, Eddie. That's baby blue. It's green, dude. I'm the colorblind one. And I think I only know it because people have told me. That's turquoise, you idiots. But, okay. Oh my. Okay, but turquoise would be a combination of green and blue. Okay. Oh, so then we're both right. Ding, ding. It's listed as aqua, orange, white, and marine blue. Boom. But marine blue being fourth, probably the least prominent color. What color is aqua? Green, blue. Like a green, blue. Blue, green. Yeah. So I guess we're, I mean, it's it's like the Gatorade. Is it? It looks more green, though. Yeah. I agree. I bought a Gatorade yesterday, and the guy's like, do you want a yellow or a red? I'm like, what's a yellow one? Yellow? Of course, they have yellow ones. Yeah, I've always thought that's green. Oh, I thought it was yellow. Yeah. As all- it's yellow. It's just a debate, man. It's a thing that, you know, everyone does. Like, as <laughs> No, I know the actual color of the flavor is yellow, right? Yeah. What's the flavor of a yellow Gatorade? Yeah. <laughs> lime. Lime, which is uh, which if, is green. If it's lime, then you may have a great point Oh, it's not lemon. A that yellow Gatorade... Yellow. Gosh, man, if I'm right, that's, that's three. I'm not arguing with you about It is about lemon lime. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's turquoise. <laughs> We're both right. Basically, it's turquoise. <laughs> it's in the middle. Hey, hey, back, back to the Dolphins, though. Like, the, uh, they, they are, they're missing A-Chain, or however you pronounce A-chan. his name. A-Chan. Like, A-Chan, yeah. Like, so they're not full strength right now. Waddle got injured last game. Um, so, Nobody's full strength, though. No, I know, but I'm talking about not playing. So if you go into the Eagles game with injuries or whatever, I mean, the, the Eagles may look like they could be the team to go to the Super Bowl. But I think the Dolphins, like, once they're healthy in four weeks, three weeks or whatever, full strength, like, they're going to be dangerous. The Eagles lost to the Browns? Yeah. Jets. Too the much Jets. green. Jets. Too much green. Too much I swear green. to God, that's, I just associate mm-hmm. green. Now that's green. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'm going, who did the Eagles lose to? They lost to the... Car- they also the Eagles lost, lost to the Jets. The Browns, the Niners lost to the Browns. Oh, my God. All these games are getting mixed up in my head. I know, man. That's D- football. Football I know. season. I know. I knew they lost. Anyway, I go with the Eagles. You? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with the Miami for that reason. Uh, who's the favorite? San Francisco? To win yeah. the whole thing? So? Win it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. That's the Tittle Tattle. Twenty-five whistles. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Do you want to do the parlay? Why were you reading it like that? Announcer voice. Jim Nance. Sounded legit. 
Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Have you seen Jim at all? Saw him on the golf course. That's amazing. Talked with him for a while. Great guy. <laughs> good shot there, Bobby. He didn't say that because it wasn't a good <laughs> shot when he was there. <laughs> uh, okay, we have failed our listeners, which we call the whistlers, on the parlay. We fail, I failed them many times. Oh, like the Swifties. They're the whistlers. I've been calling the whistlers since the beginning. Never yeah, caught yeah. that. Never caught that. <sighs> but I like it. Thank you. Eddie, go. Man, this is a tough one. Give me dude. the one game for our parlay. This is a tough one, but I'm going to go UNC, North Carolina. They're playing Virginia, and I believe they are minus 23 and a half. Correct. Oh, you're going with that line. I'm huh? going to go with a big line on that. Okay. Kevin. Speaking of big lines here, Michigan been blowing everybody out this year, and I think they do it again on the road at Michigan State, minus 24. Rivalry 24? Well, mm-hmm. minus 24. Michigan is State big... is very bad. Wow. Oh, it's a bad one. A rivalry 24? <laughs> a rivalry. <laughs> That's a lot of points. I'm going Ole Miss money line over Auburn. Nope. No guts. It's not a 20-point game, though. No guts. It's less than a touchdown. I mean, you're probably going to win it, but I'm just making fun of you. I'm just trying to win, man. I know. Well, then give me North Carolina money line. Well, it's 23 and a half. <laughs> Dude, that'll pay nothing. That pays nothing. It's pay a dollar to win a penny. That pays nothing. <laughs> Can someone stick that in the app for 10 bucks and let me know what that is? Ole Miss money line over Auburn, Michigan minus 24 at Michigan State, and UNC minus 23 and a half versus That'll Virginia. be good money. It's miles. If you put 100, it's probably, if I'm betting, I'm going to, uh, let me guess what it, what it goes off at because I don't know. I would say you're looking at two probably 110 bets mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, one minus If you put in 100, I'm going to say 680 bucks. I'll read this while you do that. If you want to take the 25 whistles parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Stick it in yet? I mean, did you? <laughs> um, not yet. I had to log in. We had to get through everything. You got to find the game. Here we go. You don't have to log in. And then. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. You're right. You don't. You're right. That's true. Um, by the way, I'll read you my stats in case you missed on the last one. Because if I'm betting and telling you, I, I'm literally betting too. I'm betting this. So far on the year, season review, football season anyway, I've made 198 bets. I've wagered twenty one thousand three hundred ninety three dollars. That's baller, dude. That's baller. Reed, were you not here when I did this the other day? No. My okay. winnings are one thousand ninety nine dollars. Okay, it it went up. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I had a pretty good weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm plus one thousand ninety nine dollars. I also want to say this: I deleted twenty the Bobby and the Whistlers from the DraftKings. Yeah, that was weird. I had a group of a couple hundred people. I deleted them. Because I kept getting the emails going. There's a new person in the group, uh, and I couldn't turn it off. I tried every setting. Really? And it kept filling up my mailbox. And I was like, Eddie, can you find this? Setting? We looked for it forever. I couldn't find it. Since I was running the group, it gave me all the... E- Quit. I'll probably start another one if I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But right now, I, I got to figure out how to not get the emails. I'll probably figure that out. So we'll start a new one. Maybe it washes that taste of all the missed parlays off mm-hmm. anyway. New slate. For 100 bucks, what do you got? Ten, oh, 100. You just add another zero to that. That's true. 501. Okay. Close. You're 50 close. bucks, 150. I'll, I'll do that. 100 you, bucks, one 500. You can do it, put up. Put that or on there? Payout is 500. I'll put 100 on it. Wow, that's crazy. All my parlays, I put 100 on it. I know, I know. Dude, I was in bed These with guys my wife. Have 21 grand so far. I was in bed with my wife, and we we're like just sitting there, and I was like, do you know how much Bobby spends on 
<laughs> a week that just came up. Yeah, pillow, pillow I, I, I think no, I think I was placing a bet, and she was like, "How much?" I told her. She was like, Ugh! "Like what?" Wait, how? I don't spend twenty grand a week. No, 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 no. Even the number I told her. What number did you tell her? What three grand? Oh yeah, I mean, I say that here. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. This last week, but you also have to understand. Let me find them. I know, again. dude. You're you got more money than I do. I that get was it. not what I was going to say. <laughs> I get that it. That was man. not what I was going to say at all. Uh, this last weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you discover? This last weekend it was a five grand weekend. Oh. Yeah, you have. I, I'll tell that one tonight. Because I thought you had sixteen thousand before that. It was close to like sixteen thousand. Yeah, I, it was a five grand weekend because I bet thirty four hundred on NCAA football and fifteen hundred on NFL. My point is. If I start firing off shots and they're all missing, I don't keep betting. Well, yeah, because you're at 4,000. No. <laughs> I, don't, I would stop too. Do you think that I have, I go, okay, I'm going to bet $4,000 all at once? No. No, 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 no. That'd be dumb. Absolutely not. And if I miss five or six big bets, I'm out. I'm never going to lose. I might if I'm just. Five or six big, what do you mean? Like how big bets? 152. My unit is 100 bucks. Let's say I do it. That's, that's your $1 for me. Your, your unit's a dollar. Yes. So I would say if I lose like a five unit bet, I'm like, oh, I can't, I'm not gonna do another one of those. Lose another one, I'm quitting for the weekend. Cause I can easily pull the trigger to bet, easily pull the trigger to stop. I don't have a problem, but I do understand how, if you're not careful. Sure. And you're not setting rule. My rules are if I lose two big bets, I'm done. So I'm never gonna lose, I, I'm never gonna lose that. I say that, I don't, I don't wanna actually lose it now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as never. But I wouldn't have a $5,000 weekend if I wasn't doing pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell her that tonight. It's not going to work. What's not going to work? Let it having, telling her that so she lets you bet more. Well, it's really yeah. It was really for me to be like, how cool? Like I, I just spend fifty. Isn't that cool? Like that's what I spend. I moved up to fifty, by the way. A week? Yeah. No, a month. A month. A month. I haven't told her that yet. I think oh, I she, thought you only got to fifty because she lets you. No, I was at forty. Yeah, I knew that. I was at forty a month. But I think we're going so strong with all of these parlays and stuff. I yeah, allowed, we're losing. We're losing. I know, but I, that's why I needed to up it a little bit. No, that's the opposite of what you should do. That's what <laughs> I just said. <laughs> we just it's talked the about opposite it. of that. Oh, uh, yeah. I should say no. <laughs> to scale back. Mm hmm Is everybody's promise bet that same bet? Which one? That yeah. they picked for their thing? Oh, mine can't no, be. No, no, mine's different. Yeah, mine can't be because mine's not a line bet. Because I took the money line. True. So we'll come back to our promise bet. Okay. How, how much is in the one. broken promises jar? We have right here 70, but it's going to be 90. I got to throw 10 in, which I have. Reed? Yeah, I got to throw in 10. So it's 90. Yeah. We'll say 90. 90 bucks. 90 bucks in there, broken promises Woo! jar. Okay, and then we'll do our promises coming up in just a second. Uh, a couple things. Number one, Caleb Williams wants partial ownership of whatever NFL team drafts him. I'd also like a two-foot penis. Good luck, dude. <laughs> Why would you want? Oh, two-foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Just because it'd be cool. I don't want all... two-inch. I'm like, what? No, no, two feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, has anyone ever done that? Aaron Rodgers tried with the Jets, and they wouldn't let him do it. It's such a precedent. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I understand. Yeah, but even then they said no. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if Messi was like, I'd like to play in the NFL and own part of a team, I don't think they would oh, let him. Messi would have been a good receiver. You know? No, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I can't but... tell how good of a, uh, athlete soccer players are because they're all running around with other great athletes. It's like sprinters when they all sprint against each other. How yeah, fast yeah, are yeah. they really? Yeah. Let Kevin run beside them. Mm -hmm. Then, then I'll really, really know how fast they are. <laughs> Let's set it up. So yeah. there is no, I think there's 0% chance. There's no such thing as 0% chance. I think there's 0.0001% chance they let Caleb Williams have any part of a team. Yeah. Right. No shot. 
I mean, when Tom Brady was rumored to be buying part of the Dolphins, which now he's part of the uh, the uh, Ra- uh, Vegas. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders and the Aces, Las Vegas. And they just won a championship, NBA, so they got another WNBA. title. Yeah. Why is he owning Vegas? Because stuff. they wanted him. Hmm. Why do I own part of a pickleball professional pickleball team? Because they reached down, they're like, "Do you want to own part of? We'd like for you to be part part owner." Yeah, but you're part Texan. That's true. It's Austin. I wouldn't say Texan. I Austinite. Yeah, yeah, Texas. Mm mm. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Well, I just like you're a Cowboys I, fan nope, too. Nope. And listen, everybody in Texas, I love you. I lived there for a long time. I. That's I'm, where we met, man. I am. Part Austinite for sure. Me, Mike. You met yeah. Mike and but not Texan. Texas. I'm an Arkansan for sure. A bit Austinite, and you know what? I got a little Tennessean in there. there yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but there's no chance Caleb Williams gets part of a team, right? No. It would have to be something so ground, a player so groundbreaking that would make them so much money for them to even consider it, because then everybody will want it. And there's no way the NFL owners, Goodell, whoever, want anybody else in on that pie at any portion. Well, without being cleared, at least, because there are ownership groups. There are, like the Steelers, right? Like, there's a group of people that own the Steelers. I mean, even the, the Packers, like, people own uh, stakes the, in them. There's a, main, there's a majority owner, but even Dan Snyder, as he owned the Commanders, he was the majority owner, but he sold the team. Now there's an owner, but that's why Magic Johnson is there right because he's part owner there i won't say too much but there is a professional in one of the big three sports teams asking me if i want to be a part owner of a team i can't say much else about it because i can't jeopardize it but it's a very minority thing but it's really cool i was thinking maybe jerry would let you in but on the cowboys now he now, now now he's a full owner yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Family, they're yeah. not letting yeah. anyone else in. Anthony Richardson to have season-ending shoulder surgery, which sucks because he was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. We mentioned on the last episode of this that I think they can probably win more games now, but he's just not going to develop because any quarterback with hair coming out of their helmet, mm-hmm. he can gunsling a little bit. <laughs> oh, Trevor Lawrence. Well, that's a little bit. Who's their quarterback? The Colts. We'll play. We'll play, let's play back. Name the backup. Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Minshew? Minshew? Yeah, Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Does he still have long hair? Yeah, and a mustache. Exactly. So if you got hair coming out your helmet, you can win a game. You may lose eight, but you can still win one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Think other quarterbacks have hair coming out of helmets. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, that's he can, it. He can win games. How about the Notre Dame? Yeah, oh, wait, wait, it. wait. Um, um, Her- Herbert. Herbert's Justin guy. Herbert. He's got a little bit of hair coming out of his head. Got a little bit, so he went a little bit of game. You see, Hartman just shaved his beard. No. What does he look like? He's got a stash now. Oh, I hate that. that it's a hard man. stash. He was so hot, and then that happened. What? <laughs> Sorry, what? what? I thought I thought what? that. I didn't What'd know I said say? that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady thinks the NFL is becoming more like flag football. My favorite thing about this story is that now that he's out of the league, yeah, he's, he's like, you're all pusses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What an idiot. <laughs> so because dumb. he was the first one to scream and cry as soon as anybody hit him. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Here's a clip. This is Tom Brady talking about NFL officiating on the Let's Go podcast with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray. All I know is the defender's got every right to push back on DK, but he doesn't do it. And they throw a flag. I'm like, I don't understand what the flag is. This is football. You know, this isn't touch football. This is real football. And I think the physicality, which people really enjoy, I certainly enjoy. I love that physical element of the sport. I don't think we should ever lose that. You know, there's so many people that want it less and less physical. It's more like flag football, which is going to be in the Olympics in 2028. You know, which maybe football goes to flag football over a period of time. And I don't think fans will like that that much. Then everyone should stop bitching about unnecessary roughness calls. 
Now we're up in the passer, punk. I know. It's just a weird thing coming from him. He used to get blown up. Oh, and he'd always complain but he would about cry it. Cry all the time. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking 15 times, years ago. But even about times when he wasn't getting blown up, he would cry. But that's okay. Like I said, if your quarterback's out, it sucks for your team. Nobody likes to watch games with a bad quarterback. But it's football. It's football. It's not touch. I hear you. And basketball is supposed to be physical, but no, we hated the 90s when everybody's fouling foul like the crap at Detroit. That was cool. There man. were no, there's no scoring. We love scoring with the occasional defensive stop. Yeah. It's like baseball. We love home runs. Every once in a while, we like to see a good, complete game. Yeah. But you know what, though? If this is going to be him on, on TV, I like it. Like, I want to see him be a little risque because I just picture risque, him. Risque? He's not showing his pecker. <laughs> is that not what that means? Like a little uh, controversial? Maybe, yeah, a little controversial. <laughs> that's Having an I, opinion? That's what I was going for. Yeah. Not really like taking his shirt off. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but, you know, like, I want him to have opinions. I just kind of have the. The idea that he was just going to come in and just be like, oh, you know, uh, th- that's a good play right there, Jim. Like, you know, I-, I want him to be, you know, like this. Voice his opinion. Did yeah. you see him on his $6 million yacht? No. There's a video maybe yesterday morning of him on the front. But it's only only $6 million to him. They were like, here he is on a six. I thought he'd have a $40 million yacht. He probably does. What's the difference? Oh, is that a small? That's his Yeah, that's his, his, his dicky boat. That's his weekday one. He has a weekend one. <laughs> what do they call it? Dicky boat? Well, I've never heard dingy? of that. Dingy uh, boat. Dingy yeah. <laughs> Dingy boat. A little dingy. <laughs> That's it. Dingy boat. Uh, so those are the stories that I wanted to mention there. Let's go to Tyson Helton, the Western Kentucky head coach. He previously coached at USC and Tennessee prior to getting the head coaching gig at Western in November 2018. You can follow Coach Helton on Twitter at Coach underscore Helton. He was Sam Hunt's coach. We talked about that in the interview. Yeah. Darnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sam Hunt. Sorry. Yes. Sam Hunt and Sam Darnold. That's true. Both. Right. Sam Darnold where? USC. Oh. Yeah. Here he is, Coach Tyson Helton. Coach, thanks for having us. You are a lot younger looking in person. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I think That's on camera when you're just like intense, I think intensity ages folks on TV. Uh, it does. You know, too, like I think I have a hat on and the gray hair and then they got a little gray in the beard. So When did it start to go gray? Because we're about the same age. I'm just a couple years younger than you. But I'm getting it like through here a little bit. I don't know. Mine was probably... When I really know, it's probably four or five years ago. What, yeah. Are you married? I'm married, four kids, you know. So got, probably, probably forced yeah. it earlier. Yeah, those four yeah. kids will really bring you some yeah, white hair. Yeah. Well, Eddie, Eddie got his like 19. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I do, like I have you said, ball will do that to you. Whether to go for it on fourth and one or, or kick the field goal, it'll, it'll give you some gray hairs real fast. I feel like the last three or four years, and it may be analytics that have allowed this, but there's a lot, lot more going for it on fourth. Not just fourth and one, but fourth and two and a half or less. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like the last few years you've seen a shift, not only with teams around the country, but but even within yourself? Yeah, most definitely. I think, uh, first of all, I like the book because if it doesn't work, you can blame the book. <laughs> you know, you say, hey, we spent all this money on analytics. So, you know, that's why I went for it on fourth and two, you know. But um, I do see that that shift. I think it makes people feel better where it's not a gut feeling. And uh, so that's why you're seeing it more and more. But you're going to it's going to continue to be that way. I mean, it's going to continue to you're at the minus 33 and it's fourth and four and you're going for it because the book tells you to. You're going to see a lot more of that. Do you feel like the book's just wrong sometimes, though? We're like, that can't yeah, be oh, what there's we're no to question. Do. So I got a guy up in the box and and we're in the uh, we're in our home opener and I'm at the minus 29 and he's coached fourth or three or less. It's a go. I'm like, BS. <laughs> I don't care what it said. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I question the book a little bit. Being an offensive guy, or at least I assume you're an offensive guy. You were the yeah, offensive a, coordinator. Yeah. 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 Um, 
so being an offensive guy, I guess the problem that I have with some of these defenses when they're up against a uh, an offense that moves pretty quickly or all the grabbing of the hamstrings to slow the game down. Yeah. Where a little bit for a second, I thought when Aaron Rodgers went down, he was slowing the game down for a split second before the they were had like, just oh, started though. Well, I know it just sold. <laughs> I thought I needed a break already. But when he went down because he was standing up and then he just falls and you in college, especially right. What would you do to make that better for folks like me who just want to watch the game and not watch people fake injuries? Well, if you want to solve the problem real quick, what they need to do if a player goes down, if the training staff has to enter the field, that player has to stay off the field for the rest of the series. So that would probably solve a lot of that those issues because what happens is you lose a good player, he's not in there the rest of the series. People think twice about, hey, do I want to fake the injuries, all those kind of things. But when you're a tempo team like us, you're going to continue to see that. I mean, it's just part of our game right now. And they try to tell you, hey, you can be fined or, you know, all these these disciplined things can happen. But nobody follows it. Nobody you pays can't attention prove to prove yeah. that you're not hurt. Yeah. Injured, you could. But you can't be like, no, I swear to God. I, I swear to God, Judge. I was yeah. feeling it. <laughs> well, Coach, some of them should be – actors because they do a good job faking it do you so. teach your guys how to is there's, there's a whole uh, class on that class? No, <laughs> not at all no? we, okay. follow, we follow the rules we, we don't yeah, do right, that's yet. right <laughs> coach like in the movie rudy the whole crowd the whole stadium's chanting rudy rudy to, to get him in in your experience could a fan base ever affect your decision on who to put in or not uh i would say yes i could say yes if it was the right situation at the right time i think if there's a player that the fans love and you know they want to see him play and you know it, it i yeah i could i could see myself doing that I get I, first of all i love the movie rudy so i i think you know that that would be a classic example hey get get the fans favorite in right. there you know so who who are your favorite a couple of your favorite guys that you've coached over the last five six years maybe not just in here but like tennessee usc uh like the, that as people you're just like man Regardless well, of where even, they go. I tell you what, um, because it's in your industry, when I was at UAB, I coached Sam Hunt for a year. So I had an opportunity to be around Sam. He was one of my favorite guys. I love Sam. Um, probably another good one, Sam Darnold, USC. You know, we won the Rose Bowl with Sam there. That was that was huge, you know. And then you get here and, I mean, you got Brandon Dowdy who played in the NFL. You got Mike White played in the NFL. Now you got – uh, Bailey Zappi in the NFL, and then who you guys will get to see later, Austin Reed, who you know is killing it right now. So there's been a lot of good ones I've had opportunity to coach. What do those guys all have in common, characteristically? They have a killer instinct. They all have they all have that cutthroat mentality, that competitive mentality about them. When they could be the nicest guys on the field, but uh, off the field, but when they walk on that field, man, they're they're trying to get after it. I mean. They've all kind of had kind of that linebacker mentality, even though they play quarterback. They don't mind mixing it up. Um, and in clutch time, when you need it the most, they, they, they usually come through for you. Do you ever have to tell your guys, for example, Josh Allen likes to run through people, mm-hmm. or Anthony Richardson, his first year this year in the NFL, he's quite physical, even just, just through, mm-hmm. like, hey, I need you to go down and not risk yourself as much. Does that happen with you? Is that a weird conversation to have, like, hustle less? Well, yes and no. Like, Austin, our current quarterback, I don't mind running him. He's a physical guy. You know, he doesn't mind running the football. Um, But there are times where I'm like, hey, dude, you need to get down. You know, I – 
when they scramble and, and they're in the middle of the field, I get a little concerned, you know. And, and so that's when I'm telling them usually. And a lot of these guys are still sliding. And I think you're giving yourself up even more for injury. And, yeah. and I tell the guys, hey, go cut the inside leg of the defender who's coming at you. You know, because like I, like I told you, these are aggressive guys that want to run anyways. You're probably most protected doing that. But, yeah, there are times when I'm sitting there going, dude, get, get down for me. Coach, how did the headsets work? Like, who are you talking to? Are there different channels? Like, if I want to talk to OC, this is one channel, or are you all talking to the same time? It's mass chaos. It is mass chaos. There's 20 people on the headset. Everybody's talking at once. Somebody's dog cussing somebody else. I'm trying to call a play. You know, the old line coach is hollering at the the offensive line. He doesn't have his headset. The same channel. That's crazy. Mass chaos. I don't care where you go. I don't care where you go. Yeah, I, w- I wish you want to you want to have total entertainment. Let what's being said on the headset be broadcasted. It, it 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 would make millions. I mean, it's unbelievable what goes on on those headsets. So, do you have to say, "Hey, everybody, shut up"? I'm saying something right now. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Usually, it's not that nice. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> you need like an override button, like to of override course. everybody, like a god button to where your feed even goes over the PA. Like yeah. that would wow. be the ultimate god button to do that. <laughs> Uh, when you're talking to your coaches and you're on the headset and you guys are communicating, I was watching a thing where there are certain uh, organizations who they have accused of making sure the systems don't run as properly. Have you ever been somewhere? You don't have to say who, say where. Have you ever been somewhere where you're like, I think they're kind of messing with our equipment? Yeah, I've had several of that. I've had several of that. Um, whether that's true or not, I, I don't know. They're supposed to shut both systems down when that happens, but. You know, sometimes if you're at a major power five and there's 100,000 people there and, you know, you're Western Kentucky and they're supposed to shut it down and it doesn't shut, you know, like, hey, did you shut theirs down? No, they still got it. You know, that that goes on a little bit, but there's nothing you can do about it. The good thing for us, we can control all signals and communication right there from the sidelines. So it sucks for the guys up in the box, but we, we still have full control on the sidelines. Can you guys go full hand signals if everything shuts down? Yeah. Yeah. And every, whenever you guys are doing, let's say you're doing signals or you got two or three guys doing it. When I played baseball, you know, there was an indicator. And then after the indicator was the sign, but there are like multiple people doing signs. Are there just decoy sign givers who are really doing nothing but, I don't know, dancing, basically? There is, yeah. There's there's guys, there's fake headsets. There's guys that have headsets on that look like they're The big purple ones at McDonald's? I knew that <laughs> yeah. wasn't real. I knew yeah. that was fake. He's taking an order for yeah. a burger. You, you, you got that going on. You got three or four signalers. You got the big screens trying to block, you know, from people in the box stealing signals. You know, our signals are so sophisticated. We we don't have multiple signalers. We just have we just have one guy doing it, but we have probably five different signals for for every formation, every route, every run. So there's a lot. So you in have it. multiple for one. Oh yeah, just in case. Oh yeah. And do you switch them out each game, or yeah, will you, will very you just conscious. call like, all right, we're going to go through on level three at halftime? Can you switch in case you? Yeah, think very conscientious. So and also too, whatever the quarterback signals out there to the skill players, if he wants to do something, he's conscientious of all right. I'm not giving that same signal again. That that signal's done with for the rest of the night. So there's a lot that goes into that piece. A lot of these colleges have, you know, like Ohio State has the stickers, you know, for accolades. Uh, Georgia has like the big old chain. Do you guys have anything like that here? No, there's so much to keep up with with all that and all the stickers. And and I like my helmet clean. Like you look at that. I like the clean helmet. Yeah, I like I like a clean helmet. So we do things to reward them after the game. And we have a big 
board up on the wall and it has their picture and it says, hey, offensive MVP or special teams MVP. They really like that. But I like a clean uniform, so we don't do any of that stuff. Being Conference USA, you know, of the schools that aren't Power 5, like this is the powerful conference that's not Power 5 yet. I mean, everybody's moving around. Who knows? But do you feel like you guys are benefiting from the transfer transfer portal being here in like the prime spot? I mean, basically one half level below the power five schools yeah i I definitely think so when when the transfer portal was coming about we knew it was going to happen that's when i I went and got bailey zappy you know bailey zappy fcs houston baptist at the time now houston christian um nobody was really looking out there you know at the lower levels like that now they don't care they'll go to division two they'll go to fcs but i think like we got ahead of the game there and it really put us on the map kind of like the transfer you school to go to if you didn't go to power five you were coming to western kentucky um we've gotten some really really good players but you have to stay ahead of the game in the transfer portal because now it's flooded everybody's doing the same thing so you got to change some things up um you know austin reed you know nobody was going into the division two market we go get austin reed he's the number one passer in the country last year now you're seeing everybody they don't care anymore. They're, they're, they're going at all levels. So you got to stay one step out of the game. You got to keep mixing it up. How would you remedy the poaching problem where if you have a star player, there are certain programs that are calling, trying to get those players to enter the portal? Well, I think I don't have an answer for that. I, I think that the more, the closer, if we're going to have NIL and transfer portal together, I think the NFL model, the closest we can get to an NFL model would be great. I don't mind talking about this at all. It needs to be a national database. It says exactly what everybody's NIL is. So there's no BS. Everybody knows. Um, if you're going to transfer, there has to be full disclosure of what what is happening, what does that look like, all those things prior to happening. You know, these are all things that are hush-hush right now. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's all happening out there. It's widespread. I think there's when there's more transparency, everybody's open and honest, and you have a more of an NFL model, you'll start to have some, some situation where you don't see poaching as much. You can sit down and have real conversations because you look at Austin Reed last year, Austin goes in the transfer portal. He can go anywhere. I mean, he can go anywhere. But because we had open, honest conversations about who he was looking at, what he was thinking, what the benefits were of staying at Western Kentucky, he decides to stay, right? So if you can get into those conversations earlier and there's transparency with the data, I think you'll have more people that that won't leave you or it'll be cleaner process. I've done probably 20 or 25 NIL deals with players for different projects. And you're right. You can do whatever you want, basically. Nobody has to know anything. And it's gotten to the point, too, where you just hit up the player. Just like, hey, what up? And so the fact that there are no rules and it's the Wild West, it's almost as if everything has to go wrong before somebody wants to fix it. Because nobody's going to fix something that's just kind of bad. Yeah. And especially when the big schools are benefiting from it. What has to go wrong in order for people to go, we need to make this rule change? Because I agree with what you're saying. Well, I I think it's coming. Make no mistake. The NCAA is coming. They are coming and and a couple teams are going to get pounded. And when they get pounded, I'm talking about sanctioned and the whole deal. It is coming. Uh, When that happens, everybody will throw up their hands and say, all right, we need reform. We need to get this thing cleaned up. Everybody right now thinks it's the wild, wild west. 
through the history of time, the NCAA is like the IRS. You are going to pay your taxes. They are eventually coming. <laughs> so if you're not doing it the right way and you're and you're just blatant out there, uh, you are going to get caught. So that's what's going to eventually happen. NCAA comeback player of the year. Everybody kind of counts them out right now. They're going to show up again and get the big award. <laughs> Coach, when you're recruiting, uh, uh, what – where does the punter and the kicker come in? Are they like, oh shoot, we forgot to get a punter and a kicker, or, or like, no, I'm huge special team. I'm, I'm so that's that's funny. Um, I am a huge special teams guy. So part of my coaching career, I was a special teams coordinator. Uh, I got to coach Stephen Guskowski, who was the kicker for New England Patriots. Great kicker. Um, when I got to coach him, I realized how important a, a great kicker is. So. Uh, all my guys are on scholarship, long snapper, punter, kicker. They're all worth the scholarship because you look at those sidelines for the game win field goal. People are praying. They're on their knees or biting towels or they're in a huddle. You know, they're circled up. It's an important position. So um, we, we scholarship them all. As a special teams coordinator, how many ways are there to go down, kick the ball and tackle? Because I. You know, I've seen a lot of blown coverages. I mean, how, you <laughs> seems kick, easy, right? Right. You kick the ball, you stay in your lane, you go down, you tackle. Like, what am I missing? How can that not go right over and over again for the same team? Well, it, it, it is total chaos. Let's start with that. If the kick's not long enough, it's not deep enough, if the returner we, – we always say, hey, take the pitch you can hit. You're a baseball player. When you get that right pitch, man, at the perfect timing, you're going to crank it out of the park, right? Well, that's when that usually happens. Kicker didn't get it high enough. A returner got a pitch he can hit. Now he gets vision. He's He runs 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four. He's running right at you full speed. They got the blocks just right. That's why you see all that. That's why, too, it's great to have a, a kicker on kickoff that gets great touchbacks, you know, so you never have to have that. A punter that has great hand time, so you're always getting the fair catch signal. Or if you don't have that guy, rugby punt. You got to move him around. We call him say, – we say, hey, hit dirty balls, you know, those ugly, dirty balls that nobody wants to field. So those – those are the things you got to do, but that's the beauty of our game. You're going to have that. I mean, you look at the other night in, in the Jets game. Yeah, they, I yeah. mean, that's how they yeah. won the game. I mean, that's the National Football League, best of the best, and they go win the game on a, on a punt return. If I was a special teams coordinator, that never happened. Never. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Don't get out of your lane. Make the tackle. I tell you what you need to do while you're here is you need to catch punts from the, from the jug machine. And, and put a helmet on and put on shoulder pads and catch hard? punts, it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Maybe for you, Coach. It's maybe hard. You saying because the ball moves? Yeah, the ball moves and all that. But you'll get a better understanding, too, of like, hey, I got a pitch I can hit. I, I, can, I can catch this one and take this one to the house. I only returned a punt once playing high school football. And I was playing – listen, I didn't like to get hit, Coach. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't like to play defense. I was, I was an H-back slot receiver. Didn't like to play defense, but I could catch. And so they would put me on any sort of, you know, prevent, nickel, any of that. I would play defensive back. And so all of a sudden we realized they were going to punt instead of go for it. And my head coach was like, get back and catch the punt. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm backing up. I'm backing up. And snap, kick, and the ball is up in the air. And at my life, it's slow motion. Yeah. It's, I, I make the mistake of looking down to see everybody running at me oh god oh. 
And so I run from the ball. I didn't. I, I just got out of the way. Well, you were smart. I just let it hit. Yeah, I just. I didn't, smart. Even, I didn't even try to field it. And the number one job of the returner is give the ball back to the offense. So I tell my guys all the time: if you if you don't like how it's looking, get the heck away. Make a poison call. Point at it. Get everybody away. I yell Peter and ran. Yeah. That's it. It's poison go. now. Smart, I used to be Peter. Is Peter bad now? <laughs> no, you can say they say Peter still too. But a lot of teams say poison. Yeah, we go Peter. And I yell Peter on myself. Peter! <laughs> he just took off. Going, I was out. I just I didn't want. I didn't want. Another thing I did was. Here we go. You can tell about the coin toss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a pretty smart guy generally, I think. Um, and so I go and I was, was captain my senior year, <laughs> and we go and it's all right. Let's do the coin toss. Well, they flip the coin, and I remember my coach being like, "All right, we're gonna we want to play defense. We want to play defense. Uh-huh. We're gonna stop them." We want to play defense. So we go, they flip the coin, boom. And uh, they win the coin toss and they defer. And I go, okay, we're playing defense. Now, what happened is we played defense to start the game and at halftime. <laughs> and I didn't go, know that was possible. Yeah, me either. I didn't know that was possible. Well, I've, I've seen some mess ups too. I've, I've had a deal. We were playing in a, in a, it might have well been a hurricane. And I said which way I wanted to kick. I mean, it's pretty obvious which way you want to kick. And the poor kid said, we want to kick that way, right into the middle of the damn hurricane. <laughs> so I, I've been a part of those things, too. I remember my coach got by the face mask, and he said, you're one of the smartest people I've ever coached, but that's the dumbest blanket thing I've ever seen in my life. In front of everybody. It was like silence. And I was like, You know, oh. nowadays, the refs, though, they, at least at, at the major levels, they don't let you screw it up, usually. But you know, they talk to me, the coach, what do you think? And I'll say, hey, I want to defer. I don't know which way I'm kicking yet, but I want to defer. And if they screw it up, he'll go, whoa, whoa, hold it, son. And they'll look yeah, up. Yeah, they didn't do that for me. <laughs> uh, what was Sam Hunt like as a player? Fantastic player. Fantastic, man. Um, you know, had a, had a little bit. Of, you went to camp, you know. I can't remember if it was Cleveland or somebody. but Kansas City? Can, maybe Kansas yeah. City, yeah. Um, just a really good college football player, you know, team captain type guy even even back then you knew he was going to be a big time singer i mean he'd stand up in front of the team and sing and all those stuff but just that guy the, the great american quarterback you know you just a guy you wanted to be around all the time loved him to death was a great player to coach you know it was awesome was he a leader great leader great leader um which every quarterback has to be right um now he was a jokester too so, That's not the Sam I know, and I know no. Sam pretty good. He's not much of a jokester anymore. No, I, I, he was a, he was a jokester. I mean, he he loved the the prank guy. So our strength coach was kind of this really big, rough guy, and you know he he that's all he ever thought about was weightlifting and all this stuff. And well, he Sam called him one time and did a voice and was basically acting like another strength coach from another school and asking him questions. And he was asking him most absurd stuff like, you know, hey, do you wear a jock strap when you lift? And hey, do you, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. And I mean, he had him going for like 15 minutes straight. You know, that's the Sam I remember. You know, he was quiet, very nice guy, loved to be around them, but he had that, he had that prankster in him. That's funny. Yeah. All right, final three questions. Yeah, coach, you have four kids you mentioned. Um, do you want them to play football? I mean, what they can do whatever they want to do. All all of my kids. My oldest is academic. My she's a f- sophomore at University of Oregon. She's my she's my academic person. Uh, it's not an athlete. The other three, my my middle daughter and my twin boys, they're all athletes. 
They play whatever sports, football, lacrosse, whatever's going on in season. I've always told them this. I said, you can do whatever you want to do, but if you sign up for a sport or you sign up for a team, you're giving it your whole heart. You're, you're playing the whole season, um, and, that, and that's the way it's always been. I, a lot of coaches are that way, though. They, they don't push their kids to the sport, I guess because we do it for a living yeah. and, and it's just we're around it so much. And, you know, so they, I let them do what they want to do, but, yeah, they like to be around it. What's your schedule like during football season midweek? Is it all football all the time, or does your wife say, hey, we, we, she doesn't call you coach, obviously, unless she does, and that's cool, too. <laughs> that's kind of cool. She's like, coach – because my, my, I travel a lot and tour, and my wife's like, hey, sometimes we have to focus. Remember, we're a family. Yeah. Do you have to set aside time, or is that after, for after football season? No. Well, here's the beauty of my job here. One, when you're the boss and you're the head coach, you, you, you get to do the – I have more luxuries of spending time with the family. Um, earlier in my career, when, when I was at the big-time places, the USC's and the University of Tennessee's, I slept on my couch three, four nights a week. I mean, I, I literally, it was like a frat house. You just, you, your feet hit the floor at 5 a.m. and you went to bed at 3 a.m. So, it was all ball all the time. Here, why I'm so blessed, it's still all ball all the time, but I eat lunch with my wife every single day, you know. So, whether it's, you know, 12 o'clock lunch, you know, we'll get, we'll hook up, go to somewhere, eat 45 minutes. And this is a great town, Bowling Green, so you can get anywhere in 15 minutes. So, that little bit of time is awesome. The My kids come up here, like my daughter will work out in the weight room. My boys will work out. So, I get a lot of family time in. What are you most proud of so far of your job here at Western Kentucky? The biggest thing for me is um, what we've been able to accomplish. I've always, from a football standpoint, I've always said you want to be a part of the national conversation. What are you known for? What is your brand known for? Well, we're, we're known for, you know, high-powered offenses, great quarterbacks, um, you know, exciting games to watch, you know, big wins, all those kind of things. But probably from the personal side of it, for me, it's – when, I, when I'm walking around in this town or our players are walking around in this town, we represent the best of Bowling Green, Kentucky. You know, everybody can look us in the eye and say, hey, they, they represent us. You know, they're, they're, they're great people, honorable people. They do it the right way. So I, I get a win-win in that area. Coach, we appreciate you having us here. The facilities are awesome. We've been to a lot of places and – there are some big time programs that have garbage facilities. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say it on the microphone. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say who it is. But we're just there are some that are fantastic, and there are some where you go. I thought this was a major program. This is really nice. Yeah, you, so oh, I appreciate. Yeah, I hope it. you're real proud of of yeah. kind of what you've built here. Um, but yeah, we appreciate the hospitality. You got the best mascot in sports. That's all awesome. behind the Razorback. Red, you got the baby. best mascot in sports. <laughs> Big red. That's right. You ever yeah. have a color that you feel weird? Don't say what color, which one. But you've coached played different places. You have a color you feel weird in? Uh, very much so. Yeah, Just, very much so. Because that would be the weird thing about being a coach is always you have to changing wear that colors. Color? Well, it's like yeah. when Aaron Rodgers was in a light green. That yeah. was just weird. Was weird. And he was a Packer, and that was a different green and yellow. But the, some colors just look weird. But I've people. been, and I've been in some some bold colors too. Now I've been in a lot of bold colors, you know, with different programs. So yeah, that, I've never had that question, but that's a good one. I like that one for sure. I would make my decision based on that. All right, so mm -hmm. I got three offers. Don't want to wear that all the time. I hate pewter, so I'm not going <laughs> to go over there. Coach, thank you so much. Really thank appreciate it. Good luck this appreciate season. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. 
All right, thanks, Coach Elton. Now the NFL is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that is even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings is not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Bobby Sports. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five. That's it on the NFL. That's the code Bobby Sports. Please put the code in. It helps us so much. Bobby Sports. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Booty Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and up. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's the thing. We got to do our promise bet. And if we miss it, we put 10 bucks in. It's one bet. I cannot use my parlay bet because I picked a money line. It wasn't quite the line. Promise me a bet, Eddie. I'm going to promise you guys that I just don't think the Giants are going to win another game. Like, they're just all over the place. Their confidence is down the drain. They're not playing well. 
and they're playing the Commanders at home. The Commanders are minus two and a half. So I promise you, the Washington Commanders will cover that. It's always when I think a team sucks and never, ever will win again. I thought about it's that. It's when too. they win. I know. Mm-hmm. I thought about that, but I can't. I got to just I remember how bad they are. I got you. Daniel Jones playing? That's a good question because he was hurt. I don't know the answer to that either right now. I mean, Tyrod's not awful, but just a question. Yeah. Uh, Reed, promise me a game. Oh, yeah. I'm going with the Buccaneers minus 2.5 against the Falcons at home. Bucks minus 2.5. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that, Burns. I thought about that one too. I'm a big Baker guy. Big Baker guy. Big Baker guy. Kevin? I'm going to go with Tennessee at Alabama plus nine. I think they go on the road. I don't think they win, but they'll cover that plus nine. I'll be there. Really? Yeah. Going to the game. Going down Tusky? Yeah. You going by yourself? Yeah. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Oh. No, I'm going with two friends. That's a big girl. Yeah, it's a girl. Two girls. Two girls. Are you doing like a Jack Tripper Threes Company where they don't know you're with both of them? One's on one side, one's on the other. And you're always switching sides and hats. And you're like, oh, no. And you walk over, you're like in the Alabama hat. And you're like, oh, no. you switch it out real quick. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going USC minus seven. It's at USC against Utah. I think they bounce back. Yeah. Utah's good, but not really. That Cam Rising thing is weird. It is weird. What's weird about it? There's like nothing he, coming out of that. Yeah. There are two things. The Cam Rising's weird. I'm not saying anything suspicious, but it's weird. And the in Cleveland, that quarterback situation is weird too. What are they not telling us about Deshaun Watson? Yes. Well. No, I mean they already told us that. <laughs> but like what's what else has happened? Yeah. I don't know. Me smells something fishy. Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Those are our promise bets. We good there? Yep. Okay. Let's do let's do this or that, and then we're gonna uh, get close to the end here. Are you ready? Ready. Would you rather have all you guys can play? Come on. You have to have one be your quarterback only for the next three seasons. So we're not letting age affect anything. Next three seasons. Lamar or Herbert? Lamar Jackson. Herbert. We'll we'll go Lamar. Do you care, Reed? (laughs) No. I'm going to go Lamar. That's all right. Uh, Why, Eddie, why Lamar? Uh, I mean, he's just better than Herbert. I mean, we've been talking about it. We don't know what's so good about Herbert. I haven't seen anything special. What makes me think he's going to get better? Kevin? Same with Lamar. Lamar's just up and down and he gets okay. hurt too. Lamar's an MVP though. I, yeah, and that, was, that felt, like, that felt like a well. decade ago. That's because COVID happened, man. You, you mad at science? That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> no, but I'm mad at Lamar for getting hurt all the time. I would go Lamar. But it's close. Would you like to have a stadium if you got to build one for your team to be an open air stadium or a dome? Mm-hmm. Eddie? Give me the dome. Kevin? Give me the open air. I need that fresh air. I'd, you know what? I'm going to take open air, but only because I would only own a, st- uh, a team in the South that would be warm. Right, where the weather's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, uh, domes, are, domes are fun. Oh, yeah, man. You just have complete control of your but climate. I, I would go open air, though. Uh, who would you rather have on your team you get one wide receiver, Jamar Chase or Tyreek? Tyreek Hill. Jamar Chase. I would take Jamar Chase, too. Why? Next I, three years? I feel like overall he's a better wide receiver. Yeah. I think. Oh, imagine him in that offense. Woo! Tyreek's fast, and Tyreek's top three receiver. Maybe top one right now even, but I, but you got to put Jamar in the same category. I think Jamar just can do a little bit of everything as a wide receiver, where Tyreek is not really going to go one-on-one at a high ball, on a fade, or go across the middle, be physical like Jamar can. Sure. Doesn't always. He's, sure. uh, he's not DK Metcalf. I'm not saying he is, but that, but it's close. They're both awesome is why I asked that. Yeah. 
Would you rather have Bosa or Parsons? Micah Parsons. Parsons all day. Yeah. Take, take your time on this. I know. I, they're very similar to me. For Nick or reasons. Joey? Who are we talking about? You know what? Any Bosa. Ooh, both Bosas. Or a Bosa ball. You could buy one. At- <laughs> <laughs> or a Bosa speaker. I'll go Parsons. That's Bose. Uh, yeah. Would you rather go to a big game? Not the Super Bowl, but like a wild card game for your team in the playoffs. Or get a new massive 100 inch TV and watch it at home. You get to keep the TV. Uh, TV. TV. Uh, yeah. TV, man, the, the game experience is cool. I know, it's tough. It's yeah. awesome, but then it's over. I know. Yeah, and you, you kind of feel like you're like, wait, I don't even know what just happened. Just would, would you want to sit in a baller suite with food, all the TVs, done it, the cake thing coming through, cake <laughs> cart, all that, <laughs> or right on the 50-yard line? Oh! Can the suite be on the 50-yard line? It cannot. Oh. Like down first row, 50-yard line. Ooh! <laughs> I've never done that. So I'm going to go 50-yard line, first row. Yeah, I'm going to go with the suite. Baller everything, free everything, and we just talked about it. You go to the game, and you still don't really know what's going on. So might as well enjoy it and comfortable. I've done them both. <laughs> Have you? Which yeah. one's better? 50-yard line. You know, it's like 50-yard line's kind of like front row. It's a little overrated. Oh, really? Oh. It's awesome, but it's not as awesome as you would think. I want to go sweet. But you wanted the 50-yard line once. Yeah. Hey, what about those suites that are uh, field level? You ever been in one of those? Like no, the like the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, the Cowboys. I I've been at a Cowboy. I've been to the, where the Cowboys are, but pre-game, never mm-hmm. like sat in one as a guest. Um, would you rather? What's worse, your rival, your main rival, winning a championship, or you having a winless season? Rival, winless season. Oh man, that's just a whole season of just torture. But then you get a draft pick. There is that, and and I appreciate the NFL for giving us that because it's always like, uh, okay, we do have that. But, man, it's a bad season when there's nothing going on. Yeah. I would probably – I would rather have my rival win the championship. But then all offseason, you just have to hear about this team winning the championship. You're right. Yeah, well, they both suck, dude. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it's stupid. All offseason, you have to hear about how you didn't win a freaking game. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting number one pick. You're on the hot seat now. Ooh. And so is the new GM. And, and the, the number the, one pick, like, you never know. Exactly. Who are we going to get? Exactly. You know I'm drafting? Ryan Leaf. All right. <laughs> Here's our talk with Western Kentucky quarterback Austin Reed. We're on the field with him prior to us running some drills. You can watch us run the drills. Just go over and check out Too Much Access. Austin won a D2 championship at Western Florida prior to his transfer to Western Kentucky and led the nation in passing last year. He has almost 2,000 yards passing, a 16 touchdown so far this season. You can follow Austin on Twitter at areed365. Here he is, Austin Reed. Quarterbacks and specialists use the same ball. So like usually they use like a fatter one. Because it's, I guess, easier to kick. Yeah. And they usually don't care, really, if it's broken in or anything like that. So, will they, like, uh, rub it raw? Yeah. Like, I know some kickers like it brand new. I think Tommy, our punter, likes it kind of broken in a little bit. But those things, they're freaking basketballs, the balls that they like to kick. Whereas ours are, like, a lot more, like, pointy and got, like, that natural. You like a lot of air in the ball, or you like it flat like Tom Brady? It always is easier to throw pretty flat, but it is. The refs are told you. the refs are a lot harder on you. You know, they come in there and check the PSI and make sure it's good. Right they really the do games. check. Yeah, they, and if it's not, they'll pump it up. Like they don't, <laughs> they don't play around about it. I like my ball nerf. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like or I, like like neon. I want to play with my orange ball with a tail. <laughs> you ever see one of those nerf balls the with tail on it? Spin yeah, you just throw it full, yeah. just like this. How far? How far can you throw the ball? Comfortably, comfortably. Don't throw it now. Um, um, 
as far as I have to. Can you? I guess. Can you hit a fifty-five yarder? Yeah. On, uh, I could. I could throw it probably at least sixty-five. Really? Yeah. At what age did you start to be able to out throw other kids? Where it's like, man, he's got an arm. Really not until like late high school. I was really like a late bloomer. So like going into high school, I was like five foot four, short kid, short fat kid. And I kind of luckily hit puberty. And from my sophomore year of high school to junior year of high school, I grew seven inches, got a little taller, finally kind of got stronger and started being able to throw the ball pretty well. If you grew seven inches that amount of time, I felt like we could actually see you grow. Like that's like we're, we could literally, that's a lot of growth in a year. Did that oh, hurt? Yeah, it always, you go back to church and all the old people are, oh my gosh, you're so much <laughs> taller now. And they're like, it's been two months. It's not all look that much different, but yeah. Being a quarterback at this school, who's known for the quarterback. Yeah. Do you feel a bit of pressure to maintain what WKU is known for? Sure. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like the standards you have to hold yourself to. Uh, you know, it, it started with really like Willie Taggart Sr., and it's carried over, and you've had guys like Brandon Dowdy, who was obviously pretty successful, uh, Mike White, who's hung in the league for a while, uh, Bailey Zappi, obviously. And so I feel like it's kind of the standard you have to hold yourself to here. If you're if you're willing to play quarterback here at this school, you kind of have to like be like, hey, I, I need to perform. That's what they expect here. So it's definitely a little bit of pressure, but it's a good thing because it's, it's kind of what quarterbacks here are known for. You describe yourself as a late bloomer, but even in college – because you went to a Division II school and then you came here. Like, what's what was the biggest uh, difference in game speed? And also, do you still feel like you're? Uh, I hate to say, the word, I'm so lame to say blooming now. Mm-hmm. Are you blooming now? Yeah, I feel like I'm always getting better and always kind of getting a better understanding of what it takes to be a successful quarterback. You know, I've always kind of been a gunslinger and and throwing the ball around a lot, and I take chances and I, I throw crazy throws. But learning to take those chances at the right time, uh, learning when to like take the easy check down when to throw a deep uh, you know I still want to be that air raid gunslinging quarterback but like at the right time and you know this level's been a little different um you know Shadur Sanders said it the other day and I kind of agree with him I feel like the biggest difference really is at the the offensive and defensive line uh, you know I played a lot of really good skill players when I was at the division two level who are in the NFL and I feel like the skill player level it's obviously not as good but it's relatively close and the biggest difference you really see is in the front seven it's just creatures you play against are every week are a lot bigger and stronger what's the perfect amount of throws for you in a game do you want to hit 40 50 would you like to hit 80 yeah i'll throw it as much as coach Helen allows me to i don't i love throwing the ball i've had multiple like 50 yard 50 attempt games and i love those but i also feel like there's a time and a place we have to run the ball and last year against uab i only had 23 pass attempts i think i was like a career low but we only, ran for only 40 yeah. Yeah. some people are like hey that's a normal game but it was so I feel like there's a time and place, but obviously if, if he gives me the green light, I'll throw it every play. Do you have to wrap your arm like a pitcher at the, if you throw it 40, 50 times? Yeah, I like I usually I usually got to ice after every practice. I get so many throws in during a practice, and you know you got to ice, you got to do the BFR, and on Monday, Thursday to kind of keep it loose. It's kind of thing. BFR. It's like this like pressure thing that you put on. Does your it stand arm for and, big? Yeah, big effing. I don't think so. Okay. I think it Rotation. could. It makes sense, though, yeah. with how much that damn thing squeezed. Yeah. Oh, my fault. I'm, my fault. I'm freaking cussing. <laughs> but, um, no, so it's like we took that from a couple of pitchers in the MLB. And as you see, like, with throwing progression, things are starting to move a lot more towards the rotational aspect that pitchers have. And whether it's plyos that quarterbacks are getting into nowadays and rotational power, it, there's a lot of things that football people are starting to steal from pitching in baseball. And so it's it's all related somehow. Do you self-scout in that you watch and make sure you're not giving any tells at playing quarterback with your eyes or 
any, anything with your feet that you do if a play is going a certain direction? Sure. I mean, it's always like always trying to be deceptive and, and try not to give anything away. Uh, like, you know, it's like whether it's you're wiping your towel when you know you're going to throw or whether it's how far back is my right foot every time I throw compared to running. I mean, you obviously try to not give anything away and try to, like, keep it all the same. Uh, at the end of the day, they got to stop it, though, so they can know, but they got to be able to stop it. And a lot of teams know we're going to come out here and throw it 50 times, and they still can't stop it. So it's like there's tails, and there's like tails that you're trying not to give away, but they also got to stop it. At the end I didn't of the day. think about the wiping the hand down. That's a good one. I'm going to tell my son that one. So yeah, do you yeah. do it every, because I used to be a poker player, so in order for the plays where I didn't want to ha have reactions seen, I would just have reactions every time. Yeah. Sure. Or I would try, so do you try to wipe your hand every time? <laughs> do you try to not wipe your hand at all? Or, or licks his fingers every Or time? are you just like, like I'm just going to always think to do it or not do it, but do yeah. it no no pattern? Yeah, it's just a game you play. It's always a game that you're playing against the defensive coordinator uh, the whole time. There's times where I act like I'm checking the play and I'm telling everybody the exact same play we had at first. And so now the coordinator's changing his defense up, and I'm like, hey, we haven't even changed the play at all. I'm just acting like I am. So, Or is he acting like he's changing it back on you? He is. You never know. There is. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that we, one. I got him with the double up. Our defensive uh, coordinator has uh, done that a couple times yeah. for sure against us in practice. But um, it's always things like that. Or sometimes you'll like, like be talking really loud to a receiver like, hey, hey, be ready, be ready. And then you snap me, hand the ball off me. And then they're like, so it's little things like that you try to do. But it's, it's always just a game. I was watching some hard knocks this year with Aaron Rodgers before he got hurt. And, you know, linebackers going to you know, faking like they're a blitz, faking like, and Rogers just goes, you're not blitzing. It was the player on the opposite team. You know, they were doing one of those joint practices. He goes, you're not blitzing, so just stop. Do you know the defense that well at times when you get in the game to know what everybody's doing? Yeah, you can tell a lot of times when defensive players are, are going to blitz. A lot of times they, like, try to play it off like they're looking at the receiver and they're, like, trying to almost play, like, too play, much. They're really dead, so yeah, to speak, yeah, and like yeah. they're acting like they're not coming, then they're going to come. So they're walking the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess there's nothing to see here. Some guys are like almost like overdo it that they're going to act like they're blitzing, and then you're like, all right, I know you're coming out. Like you're going to you're going to fly out and play into coverage. So it's kind of just watching film and figuring out guys' tendencies and stuff like that. But some guys on defense tip it. Do you ever dream of film? Like you've watched so much film that when you go to sleep, you still see it? I, I, I dream about football way too much. I, I wish I didn't dream about football, whether you're dreaming about something really good happened or you have one of those dreams where like every single throw you throw only goes like two yards and you're like, what the heck's happening to me? And so that's my life. That's, that's all it, I dream way <laughs> not too much about it. So I got this. Yeah, I love that. You seen that? I have. Did you know you're running? You're up for it. So what it is. Yeah, I saw something. I saw something before the year that said it was like thirty thousand to one odds. I was like, so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but do they have a conversation with you at the program? Like, hey, we're really going to push you for this. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of like they were out there. They're like, hey, we're going to push you for a lot of stuff. We're going to try and cr create a lot of publicity for the program. I mean, I realistically know what the Heisman's about. I know it's pretty much a power five quarterback award but it's cool to create publicity for the for the program it's cool to bring eyes to the program at the end of the day we're always just trying to sh like show our brand of football to the country and we just want to be in that national conversation so for us it's kind of pushing all that so we can be in that national conversation we can have that brand of western kentucky football out there the preseason player of the year that's you I mean, Heisman, that no freshman won it until a freshman won it. Sure. You know, so there were always, and let's just say I put five bucks on 30,000 to one. I'm going to be a chance. real happy guy because there is yeah. a chance. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel healthy? You good? Yeah. Body's, body's been great, thankfully, this year, no doubt. You get in the ice right after? Uh, we did a lot of the cold tubs in this in fall camp and stuff like that. You I'll mean after a, this interview? 
He's gonna need it after this interview. Yeah, yeah I really, I really, I really need it after this yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, you don't do ice after, like, you don't get a thing of ice after a game. Games, I'm, I get a little lazy. I'll usually just throw ice bag on the shoulder and and roll from there. And then Sunday, I usually do a bunch of recovery. You should rethink that. I probably yeah, should. <laughs> Is it just awesome to be the quarterback? It's, it's a good, it's awesome, right? It's a good time. I'm not gonna uh, lie. What's it like on campus? Oh, it's gonna be just so. Uh, you're like that's Austin. That's Austin. Every now, you get it every now and then. Yeah. It's probably not as much as if you're at like a Alabama or something like that. But I mean, you still get that. And I mean, I'm not gonna act like it's not cool to have. It's, 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 it's awesome. It's obviously fun. You know, you keep the main thing the main thing. But I mean, you don't hate it. Yeah, you know? exactly. our college experiences were not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was a quarterback in my college team, even if I didn't have a ball, what people would know, I just always be doing that. <laughs> They'd be like, why is that guy doing that? Oh, uh, it's a quarterback. Oh, uh, it's got to be him. Yeah, it's got it's got to be it's him. It's got to be him. <laughs> it's got to be him. Well, congratulations um, on on all of it. I mean, you have a big, big season this year, but I mean, are you already looking maybe, you know, get yourself in shape for that next step? Yeah, that's the plan. Obviously, I'm going to keep playing ball as long as they allow me to. So keep getting ready, keep putting film on out there that's hopefully good enough that the league likes what they see and yeah, Canadian Football League. Let's get on, boys. Let's go. Let's get them. Let's get the little Argonauts, baby. Let's go. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate that was awesome. It. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, that's it. Mike, am I forgetting anything? You're good. Guys, good show. Good one. Hey, I'm chilling this weekend. We're on a bye. 
Cowboys on a bye. The Cowboys are. Yeah. So I may not even really watch football. I wish we were on a bye. It's kind of one of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet you do. I hope we're on a bye. What did you just throw? You want the funny answer I was going to say, or you want the, it was actually a clipboard. Give me the funny one no, first. No, I'm not going to say it. Um, I wish not we, like you were mad. We're, we're playing Mississippi State. We should beat them. We're a six-point favorite, but I'm going to go. I am going to go. Nice. Yeah. But if... Whoa, whoa, I think whoa. I'm having a stroke thinking about it. If we don't win... I know. It's that. I'm going to this game going, please don't lose instead of win because it's, it's already been miserable. Well, maybe that's what the team needs. You there. And think about that. Think about that. That's true. Give me a headset. <laughs> hey, would you watch it from the field? I have. It's oh, like, I was down there with you one time. That's pretty awesome. You don't see much. It's The experience is cool to be down there, but you don't see much. So the last time I was on the field, uh, we were playing somebody bad. No, we were bad. We were playing somebody good. And they kept showing me on the camera as being irritated fan. I'm on the Arkansas sideline like, God damn it. Yeah. They kept cutting to me. Same way at the Arkansas basketball game last year where we were getting beat, they kept going to me as I was a sad fan at the end of the game. <laughs> I remember that one. You're like the Chargers fan the other night. Which, oh, which that she's, lady? She's real, by the way. Yeah. That's, she wasn't a player. Uh, uh, yeah. No, she was real. But how did they find her amongst all them Cowboy fans there? Dude, there must have been 80%. It basically felt like Cowboy Cowboys fans. Yeah. 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 All right, that's it. You guys, please follow us at 25 Whistles. Uh, go put a comment under the Western Kentucky football video, and Eddie and I will sign more balls and send them out. Yeah. We're sending these out from the Kansas State comments, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Whistle? I'll whistle you. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.